0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Religion and Relationships. I'm your co-host Brad and Miguel. I'm with Miguel today. Um, so today we wanted to talk about the whole COVID nineteen coronavirus uh, thing and how we've been dealing with the quarantine. There's a, there's a lot that's been going on with not much going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, since things are starting to reopen and people are, we're having some semblance of a normal life. Um, yep. We want to talk about things because things are not gonna be the same. At least in my opinion, I don't know if uh, Miguel shares their opinion.
1: No, I I agree the way I interact with people and the things I do in public, how I take, how I go to pay for gas, how yeah. I maintain my the health. daily
0: activities,
1: my hygiene. As weird as sounds, makes me sound dirty, but it's gonna change it's not gonna be the same from the world we once knew yeah so what we
0: want to do is we want to quickly go through it and um you know ask you guys how you guys been handling the the uh quarantine i know not every place is is opening still but um we do and and we live in south florida so we're starting to as as uh, trump says open for business quote unquote um so that um let's 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 get into it. But um, the first question we have is like how how do we handle how did we handle the pan, the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, right. I'm already a germaphobe. I, I I don't call myself a clinical germaphobe as in like I'm diagnosed, but I do have like a social germophobia. You mm-hmm. know, um, so I've always I've always been already conscious of what I touch and and how how long I've gone without washing my hands. But it it just kind of really played on that, and and I I kind of overthought it in the first like two three weeks yeah. of of the pandemic. I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to wash my hands. I, I can't touch my face. But then I was like, okay, you know, it's it's not that bad. You know, I'm not. I it's, I can still touch people. I can still talk to people. It's just at a mm-hmm. distance and and um with without touching your face because
1: yeah
0: um it's not like right when you touch something that's contaminated, it's uh, you're automatically Ill. And
1: yeah, you're yeah. not, you're not a carrier of the disease just because you, you touch something. It.
0: Yeah. You have to, you have to wash your hands and, and not touch your face and then, you know, you'd be good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've been living with Miguel for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we kind of just kind of went through this together. Yeah. You know, so.
1: So for me, I had to, I had to up my. I'm not too many of a germaphobe. I mean, yo, if a chip hits the floor. I believe in the five seconds. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> but going into this pandemic, I did have to, you know, obviously I'm not eating chest off the floor no more because, you know, I'm a little older. I understand how diseases work and hygiene, germs. But I had to make sure I was clean. Yes. My hands were sanitized. My hands were washed. If I was with if I was near somebody who was coughing, i put on a mask. I told them to keep six feet apart because my dad does have a low immune system or weak immune system. So, Going out of that house constantly for work, stopping at gas stations to get gas. I had to make sure I wasn't. I I minimized the risk. I was at so when I'd come home, I wouldn't triple or quadruple the risk my dad was at.
0: Yeah, so you have we have to like watch our, uh, how we uh, treat other people as well because mm-hmm. you don't want to bring that type of contamination to people we care about. Yeah. Um. And and also I guess another note is that we were I guess what you classify as essential workers, so we did have the privilege to have um you know some sort of income come in yep. and and you know us go to work but it did bring that that weight of wow we're we're actually going out here and having to interact mm-hmm. with people who who could be very much well carriers of the of the virus and and on yep. top of that our our company didn't really do too well of
1: on social distancing yeah. and providing us with the proper hygiene on top of that being given health care, cool, I signed up for it, I get it. But being told, "Hey, if you're sick, you can't come to work unless you get tested and then have to pay that out of pocket."
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: kind of a slap in the face, personally speaking.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but still we were blessed with the ability to go and work,
0: mm-hmm. make
1: an income. And that I know of. I'm not I'm not a carrier, he's not a carrier, my dad's still fine. So, it wasn't it was a risk, but I guess the reward was bigger than the risk at this point. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, we were able to, you know, save money and and that, again still be able to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily here in the United States, we did, we did have that uh, um, stimulus check. Even though I'm a little I'm a little hard pressed about it because I was claimed by my mom, so I wasn't able to to get it. But yeah. um, you know, still that that did help the the household and and it's including my mom's household. Yep. So. Um, everything was uh, was well in that area, but um, the for for the quarantine, not much has changed for us since we did. We're still we were still able yeah. to go out and still able to do things, but a lot. It's just the way we handled other people, and and mm-hmm. then it's crazy how quickly your mind could could be go from oh man, this, like I want to give this person a hug. Hey, what's up? You know, I haven't seen you so long. To whoa, they're like. You have it like let me put on let me make sure I have my mask on like oh six feet and and you yeah. just saw all these all these things that have to go through a checklist just so you could just yep. say hi and, and be in a, a a what what feels like a hindered conversation at that yeah. point
1: because that when it when the pandemic first hit and it first started everyone started freaking out church was still going on yeah I would go to church. And we're we're from we're from South Florida, so we're all about the hugging and the and kiss kissing. Cheek. Yeah,
0: kiss on cheek.
1: <laughs> and not being able to hug someone, or shake hands, or you know, a kiss on the cheek, really made me, really started to hurt me.
0: Yeah,
1: as crazy as it sounds, not being able to interact and show my love for my community, mm-hmm. my church, my brothers, my sisters, bugged me immensely. Like I would speak to my pastor, and he would say. Yeah, dude, I'm going insane not being able to interact with the body. Yeah, it's and crazy. I think that's
0: like the biggest thing that changed about our lives is the is the fact that it's just church because we're so I, at least for me, I've I've grown up in the church and I've always been in the church, um, but lately, you know, I've been getting more and more involved in the church, and to have that taken away from me, I, it's just like. What do I do now? You know, How like, do I function? and and then and then for the first two weeks, you're like you're kind of trying to keep high spirits, but after a while, it just plays on you. and You're just like, man, I I miss my church family. Yeah. You know, I miss serving, I miss talking and interacting and teaching. You know, the the younger younger people under me. Like I I served in um, high school, and middle school, so yep. teaching those kids. You know, and and it just it just sucked. You know, for for lack of a better term. So early, so that was like the biggest change in our lives and the way i coped with it was uh gladly uh, again i did have miguel here to you know we did live with each other for a minute and i've had other friends uh that we would kind of meet every now and again when we were able to um and it was it kind of again we held on to what we knew but it just felt artificial i guess you know almost like a like you put on a prosthetic arm you know something's different it's still still doing what it's supposed to but it's just like you know it's different um more like a glove like yeah glove yeah you you,
1: you put your hand and feel some coins in the grasp and you put on a glove and you know it's there but it's not the same
0: the way you interact with the world is different
1: like it sense.
0: You know, you know, you know. It's like it's like you, when you put on a glove and you put your hand in water and then you need to take it out, your hand is still dry. Yeah, yeah, definitely... like You can feel the <laughs> coldness of the water.
1: You know it's wet, but you take it off and you just chilling like, oh, I'm not cold. I'm not wet.
0: Yeah. So, um, so. honestly, it's 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 crazy um, how this affects social norms. Yeah. And and the the that whole um, trajectory of meeting somebody getting to know them, getting intimate with them is now going to change, you know? And, and what, what, what really helped with that is for, again, for us is the Bible and, and no kind of falling back on how we know, um, who God is and, and how we know the Bible is it's, it was like a, I guess a keystone in kind of keeping that, uh, yeah,
1: the foundation of, of our sanity. Exactly. Us not falling apart. When the rest of the world around us was falling apart, our, our hope was never, well, you know, it got, it got tested. It wasn't, we can no longer put our hope in our money mm-hmm. and the people we interacted with mm-hmm. in, the, in our own pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that we, we stopped, we didn't continue to have church, you know, church went online, we heard sermons, but when you physically meet with the body,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a lot different than when it's just you, God, and one other guy who's also like him and God. It it really challenges your hope and puts puts your faith to the test. Yeah. Where do you stand? Where do you find your comfort, your peace at?
0: And and, and uh, honestly it's the the scripture is what because you do in these in these situations it, it does reveal a lot about ourselves and a lot about where we put our our hopes and dreams on like a lot of yeah. us is like we had our hopes in getting a job but that job was dashed because the the company has to save money and they're not going to onboard any other people or the yep. company that you are that you own and or that you work for is now laying off people and you you're you're not able to meet certain goals that you had as a company and it just changes uh our hopes and it's like wow I didn't know how much I've had my um th- like this turned into an idol for me and and it and mm-hmm. in that it makes you question God. It like God, like how are you good in this pandemic and and luckily we've we've had um pastors our pastors were able to kind of go through a series that um that let us know that hey, even though Things go wrong. God is still good, and yeah. that never changes at all. And um, at least for my church, um, City Rev Church in in Pembroke Pines, um, Pastor Roby has been going through uh, Exodus and 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 how once the once the the people of Israel were freed, how they were going through trials after trials, and and they were constantly questioning God. They were saying, "Hey, God." You you saved us from slavery, but now we are thirsty, and we're about to... I'm watching my child pass out from, from thirst. Are you even going to provide? And God's like, ha, 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 I'm the God of old. You know, like, yep. I provide, I'm the great provider, so here's a pond, you know, and throw this log to in there to make the water sweet instead of bitter, and and it really shows... That God is going to be with you. You just have to know it, and you have to you have to trust in His provision, you know. Yep. Um, and I've seen that in my life, especially nowadays. There's there's been a lot of provision um, on my on. Actually, there's that. Um, we've had we have a friend, um, Ali. Um he he moved out. He moved into his own place, and he had this job, and everything was going well. And and he he kind of had this moment of like. What am i gonna do now remember yeah. and he was just like um yo i don't i can't pay my next month's rent and i was like bro trust in god bro trust in god and yeah. then and then not like a few weeks later he gets this stimulus check and he was able to pay for two months rent you know and then and then when i talked to him the first thing he said because i i haven't seen him in like a like two or three weeks at that point um he was like yo what what I learned these past weeks, a couple of weeks is to listen to God and, to, you know, it's a in God because he does. He is the great provider um, yeah. in, in this in all of this. Definitely. But um, one of the scriptures that kind of helped me um, was Isaiah 40, 25 to 31. Um, if you want to give that a quick uh, read. But um, it says to whom then will you compare me that I, I should be like him? The Lord is the everlasting God, the Creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to to him who has no might, he increases strength. Which is it? it just shows like this is this is an Almighty being, you know, that we're serving. Yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't know if you ever. If if you felt this way where you felt like, oh man, I can't, I can't go on. Like, you know, God is not going to provide. It's like, well, have you heard, you know, <laughs> do you know who, to whom you serve? Like this is, yep. the, this is an almighty, everlasting God. I don't know if you, you know, if you, if you went through that yourself, do you have any
1: uh, scripture? Uh, so for me, I, I start. I have an accountability group that I've been, I've been, you know, I got, got started slightly in a couple of weeks before quarantine started, about a month or two, actually. We, we were been going through this book, and we decided that we'll start doing scripture memorization. The scripture we started off with was 2 Timothy 3.16, which is, you know, hopefully I did this good, you know. Uh-huh. It's all the scripture is brought out by God, and it's profitable for reproach, for correction, for teaching. And for training in righteousness. Second that Timothy. the man of God may be made complete for every good work. Second Timothy 316.
0: 316. Yeah. I'm just checking your work. All scriptures read thou by God and profitable for profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Wow, that's that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, the seventeen is that the man of God be made complete. For all good works. Or for equipped, every good
0: work. Equipped for every good work. There we go. Yeah. I think mean, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and it just it was it was it was a great reminder when when quarantine hit that everything I've read up until this point was meant for me to read so that I can I can go through this trusting and depending on God and who He is and not on my own strength, not on my own cord, on my own hope. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned earlier our hope became the foundation of the Bible. It became scripture, became who God is. And we only know who God is because of the scripture we've read, the scripture we've we've heard that we've been taught and that we taught others. So it was really it really kept me kept me firm in who God was. Cause honestly, when, when this quarantine hit, when everything started shutting down, when Walmart shut down, I was like, all right, no. this is real. <laughs> this is real. Cause Walmart doesn't shut down for nothing in Florida. Mm-hmm. Only for her kids, that's it. So I was I was really taken aback like yo this is real this isn't a joke, our world is falling apart before our eyes but then it it hit me our world isn't this world we live in our world is God, mm-hmm. our hope is God and we look to the things above not things that we we that are here that we live upon now, so it was it was a great reminder that everything I've ever heard until this point was to get through this mm. so
0: it, it equipped you yeah it equipped mm.
1: me equipped me for this me to get back to doing r yes uh getting ready to to take new t- new steps and new challenges in this next season of our lives
0: and i think it i think this this brings about a amazing course correction yeah you know like for for i really hope that, that you guys feel the same way like you guys felt like you were on a course doing something like you had your hopes and mm-hmm. you had your dreams but it made you realize like oh man like i've strayed so much from the gospel or i've've mm-hmm. i've, I've, I've Put the gospel on the back burner And I haven't been really been in my Bible I really hope that in this quarantine You guys were able to re, Get re-in-touch with your spiritual side And, and really start to uh, Read your Bibles and, and to get grow closer to God And maybe if you haven't been plugged into a church Find the church to get plugged into yep. From the comfort of your couch <laughs> Yeah
1: And every church you've probably Run into, heard of Or have attended It's most likely on Facebook or YouTube at this point. Yeah. Doing online sermons, saving her sermons. So if you miss it on Sunday because you had to work or you slept in. Slept in. After Mm -hmm. staying up late or going out with your friends, you can still listen to it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then back to Sunday again with the live and a recorded sermon. So there's really no excuse during this quarantine to not listen to God's word.
0: Especially if you don't know how
1: to dive into it yet.
0: I mean, there should be no excuse, period, because we should we should not have our days, have God be molded into our days, but our days molded into God. Yes. But but it just like, again, it's a course correction. And it's just like, man, I really need to buckle down and buckle in and into what I know and who to who God is and, and growing to know because that's what we're going to be doing for the rest of eternity is knowing God and to better know this eternal, everlasting being.
1: and Just worshiping um, and praising Him mm-hmm. and singing for, singing for all the Songs good that He praise. is.
0: Um, so that's that's pretty much it for today. Um, but I, I guess wanna, I want to, again, this is a conversation between us and you. And if you have any ideas, please shoot it our way. Um, you know, how how have you guys been Going through this quarantine, and mm-hmm. if you're still quarantined, how are you? How are you coping with it? And um, you, you know, shoot that over on our Instagram, and yep. we will we'll always be
1: here. I think we're gonna try to we're gonna do a poll. We're not poll, but Q and A.
0: Yeah,
1: question. So the, the two questions that we're probably gonna have up most likely are gonna be, what? How have you been dealing with the quarantine? And what are some things that you realized that you've done that you were doing that aren't befitting of of being an ambassador of Christ? Yeah. So, so what, are some th- what are some habits you thought that were good, but you realized weren't good?
0: So be on the lookout for that. That's that's going to be coming on our Instagram in the coming days. So, um, But I want to wish you uh, a good week. And we hope to have another episode for you um, next weekend. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for being an, uh, uh,
1: a subscriber. A listener. <laughs> a listener. A follower. And- and Um, however you make sure you get your updates
0: yeah any anyway we're 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 everywhere and we're anywhere so just please you know feel free to share and comment on youtube we're going to try to put this on youtube hopefully and um yeah you know participate
1: participate don't forget to share um help hey don't forget to send the invite to your friends have them listen in have them join if you have any questions you want us to tackle, send it our way. Any general topics?
0: Because it would it would be make out for a good um um a podcast discussion episode. episode that way, yeah, we,
1: and it helps us know what you guys want to hear and what you've guys been struggling, what you guys would like more like to information, get more insight on. on. Yeah. yeah. So, um, God bless. Have a good week, and don't forget, Christianity isn't simply a religion; it's a relationship that God has chosen to reestablish with His children.
0: Amen.